Can someone else start speaking this week? Yeah, Bo, it's your turn. My turn. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Lockdown special. Yeah. Pumpkin. Free school dinners for the poor, pizza with a side of misery. Teacher said when I leave, no one here will miss me. Didn't know I was a sinner, but if they say so, well, I must be. Big lips, white nose, God knows no one will trust me. Mum don't look like me. But thank God she still loved me Neighbours called me nigger Told me go back to my own country Said since we arrived This place has got so ugly But this is my fucking country And it's never been fucking lovely We live in a Welcome to uh, the ninth edition of the Pumpkin Records podcast. We're still uh, in a kind of lockdown limbo, but um, we've got a guest with us this week. We're going to be talking to uh, Mr. Schlebers from uh, 0161. Yes. Um, unfortunately, Col is still here. Um, <laughs> is here as well. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hey, all right. And what was that track we just had on? Bob Villain from London with We Live Here. Uh, I've only heard them recently, but they've been on the go for a couple of years now, I think, so... It's just got yeah, a new yeah. album out, but I think it's sold out already, to be honest, on vinyl. Before the whole lockdown thing, we were trying to get them onto uh, Levy Fest, weren't we? Oh, yeah, well, oh, they, really? yeah, they'd agreed to play it, but if it was going ahead, but hopefully we'll be able to try and sort something next year. But I've got a feeling they're going to get really, really big, so it might be quite tricky, but yeah. What, um, you do a podcast, don't you? Yeah, funnily enough, we've, we've stopped, we basically stopped doing it altogether. All <laughs> oh, right, is- you've just knocked it on head, yeah. Yeah, which is good timing um, because we're going to change up what we do because we were doing like a news thing every week, but kind of realised that that's not really what people want to listen to. People read the news and it's well depressing already. We're going to try and do something slightly different. Like we did like specials of like interviewing people from like Hunsabs or different bands or yeah. like old activists from anti-fascist stuff. So we're going to carry on doing that. But as yeah. it is, and also because... It's mad stressful doing it over Zoom as well. Yeah, it's fucking ball ache, isn't it? Trying, trying to work with these fucking idiots. 
<laughs> it's all right. I think um, yeah, if you got if you got like proper guests on every week and you're wanting to have like you know serious interviews and shit like that, then it can be. I imagine that can be pretty stressful. Like this like is the first to... time we've done it with a with a guest, so it's just <laughs> us chatting shit. You know what I mean? It's all right. If, like it, that's the thing. I'm quite good at chatting shit. I can do that all day. Yeah. But then when we're talking about actual real topics and we've got to like research it and make sure we know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it becomes loads of work. We've never had that problem. Yeah. All, of guests, all of our guests have just been our mates that are in the <laughs> well, that's the easiest thing. And we haven't even that's bothered. Thing, that's the hardest with. thing as well, though, because that's when you end up chatting pure shit and you've got nothing to work with. It's absolute nonsense. You listen back to it and it's just you absolutely smashed just chatting shite. Yeah, that's when we had Fran and Fran and Dom on. Yeah. They weren't even guests, so it was just around my they house. Just, they just happened to be at your house at the time. <laughs> and it was, it was it. about a three-hour recording, and it was like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to edit this down now to like an hour. Yeah, but you could do like a bloopers reel with them too. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been like really good little snippets. That's yeah. kind of what uh, happens with the jingle, isn't it? You f- you throw in weird things and when you edit the jingle, don't you, Tommy? Yeah, it's usually little funny noises that you make, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make funny noises. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> always you make some like funny little noise, and I'll, I'll stick it in. <laughs> Brilliant! That makes me feel better. Don't feel self conscious about it. It's just something we've always noticed. And <laughs> <laughs> not told you about. This is something we discuss between ourselves when you're not there. Anyway, so, moving uh, on to my weird noises. Are we playing another song or what? Let's play another couple of songs and then we'll um we'll, we'll ask you some questions. Joe, what do you what do you want to play? When I get out by Lionheart. What what I've realised is that I'm really bad at listening to any music that's come out in the last year, and I <laughs> I keep finding bands and songs that I like from ages ago. But Lionheart oh, like is just a, like a hardcore band from the states. Um, and like I managed to start listening to loads of their stuff. It's like classic. A lot of like tough guy beat down hardcore but it's fucking great
And then what should we play after that? track called again when I get out and uh, that was followed by Witch Hunt and the track was called Obscenity I realised before that it's actually pretty old now I can't remember it came out actually the same year Pumpkin started so that was 2006 yeah so that was a bit of a classic banger there so as we said before Joe from 016 was our guest Joe do you want us to tell us a bit about how how you got started with 0161 and what it's actually all about? Yeah, uh, sound. We 0161 came about as like a, an anti-fascist, anti-racist music festival in 2014, which seems like an age ago now, seven years, yeah. nearly seven years, uh, with the point of bringing in different styles of music all under one banner. And then obviously we've we we've done like little events in the past in the years leading up to it of like anti-fascist benefit gigs and stuff. And then realised we were just like, well, fuck it, let's um, let's just do three days of like two stages, three stages, which was obviously a nightmare for <laughs> so many different reasons. <laughs> and then carried on, and then we over from 2014, we've kind of started doing other events on the side, but mainly the festival's like the key point of every year, um, which now lasts for, well. This year was going to last for 10 days, which obviously includes stuff that's not music, like football events, boxing, um, and like a whole host of other events as well to make it not just about the music. Yeah, but like, you do that, that radical walk as well, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So like the yeah. radical history of Manchester and stuff and to try and add in different bits. Um, that was one of the most gutting things because we had a football team put together as well for that. Exactly. We were ready for that. So, well, the football, yeah, the football one would would have been great. So, hopefully, uh, to be fair, we might do the football again separately towards the end of the year if 
we're allowed to play out. Fingers crossed towards like November, December, play outside in the cold and the rain. Oh, I'm definitely up for that. Just you waiting until we see my silky skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, um, but you're so bad. <laughs> well, we, we realised that loads of people don't like music and also loads of people don't like football. So if we do both, then everyone's happy. <laughs> everyone's got something. Everyone could do something. We had a tournament uh, two years ago as part of community stuff that ended in an all-out brawl um, right. because... Like lads kept kicking each other during the game. We're like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just, just carry on. And then we turned around, and there's like thirty lads hitting each other. And it's like, oh come on, it's like meant to be a day of unity and community. And everyone's out there swinging big left hooks, trying to hit each other. <laughs> like, oh come on. Is that why you started doing the boxing stuff as well? Then yeah, get that anger out. <laughs> yeah, so you do those. Um, you do these uh, community community boxing. Uh, yeah, the community. Thing, yeah. Stuff came came out of the back of doing the festival when we realised we wanted to do stuff like all year round. Yeah. So rather than doing just a festival every year, we do like community events every week, doing like yeah. boxing and art classes as well. Um, it's pretty amazing. Like, I mean, you can't think of any other sort of music festivals that do stuff like that off the back, you know, off the back I, of it. I, like. I can't think of anyone that does as much as fucking Joe does. No. Right. You, you're always doing something like something different every time I see you or hear from you. Like and it's just like, how are you finding fucking time to do all this? We've done. We've been quite. We've been quite lucky because loads of people have got involved over the last couple of years. So, but it's, then we start like someone else will take control of doing like the boxing and stuff, and then we'll be like, oh great, let's do something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we've, that's why we've kept doing loads of things. That's why the festival this year was going to be ten days, which is a bit of a nightmare, but. I think it would have gone fine, but obviously we have to <laughs> wait till next year to find out. You've got enough people volunteering, so it's all right. Like, kind yeah, of, yeah. Love. So we mean, like, we can do the three different classes a week with different people doing the teaching and stuff. And then yeah. we did loads of like community drop-offs during coronavirus. Over like different people driving and giving us stuff, so it does make it, it does make it loads easier. Yeah, how was you organising that? Like, how was you getting all the stuff together to give out? That um, we we ended up we raised uh, I think in total two and a half grand, which to be fair was pretty mad. Just off like people giving a few quid here and there, mm. um, not like you know Tesco or Asda giving away ten million. It's like well, yeah, because yeah. you can because you've got money to burn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to see people just donate their own money and time was was pretty special. Like, and then That's great. so then w- then we went to that we went to Macro and Booker's, which is objectively just quite fun anyway. <laughs> Those shops are well fun. There's just buying everything in there, like man, and just like ridiculous quantities of things that you'll never need. It's great fun. Uh, and then actually we would we went to Macro so many times in Eccles that uh, they ended up giving us loads of chocolate for free because we'd already oh, spent. Really? Like, two and a half grand in there um, and the guy gave us we had like loads of little boxes of celebrations and stuff to give out at the hospital uh, and the guy was just like just yeah just put it through for free I was like, sound I guess like you told them what you were doing like and so they kind of like were like yeah yeah so. we like said where we were from and that we're not just like me and me and Clem who were doing it we're not just like not just scramming loads of chocolate like <laughs> going through, you know what I mean like going through like we bought loads of cups of tea and stuff for buses bus drivers like we're not just going home and just nailing out a hundred brews a day <laughs> so, <laughs> what I did what I, what I do remember seeing um, on Facebook like on my feed is like loads of bit like when Corona started like kicking in 
full on and like everyone's like oh why is everyone panic buying like people shouldn't be panic buying and in between all that there's a picture of you <laughs> stuck in a car just surrounded by frozen pizzas <laughs> oh man the pizza thing was we went to we got loads of frozen meals from the from, from the airport because obviously no one was flying anywhere yeah and so we went to pick up the week before we'd gone to pick up like them you know the little like microwavable things you have on the plane like the little frozen meals and they were like, oh, we've got, I think it was two and a half thousand of them. And we were like, yeah, yeah, sound, we'll take them all. And then we got loads of people to drive into the warehouse and we gave them all out. Uh, and then the lads that were working there were like, oh, by the way, we, we've got some pizzas here. And we're like, um, all right, sound. <laughs> they're like, we're sick of eating them because I think they've just been eating margarita pizzas for like a week. <laughs> um, they were like, they were like, oh, we're being made redundant, but we don't know when, uh, which was a bit of a mad situation anyway. So they were like, we don't care, just have it all. I'm like, all right. Sound. So we went around to pick it up because we thought it was going to be 250. So I was like, 250 is fine. We'll get it in the back of the car. And then they were like, they, were, they came out and they were like, we've got this pallet. And I was looking at it going, oh, fucking great. <laughs> um, and so we, I think we got 700 in that car. <laughs> head to toe with pizzas. Um, we ended, it, we ended up first, I didn't even see you in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's just my head. My bald head between all these nice pizzas. Yeah. When it when it dead cold. Yeah, it was freezing, man. So we had to go drop them off quick. Made sure the first drop yeah, off yeah. was on the corner. Wearing shorts and everything. Cause it was a nice sunny day. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was, it was good. It was nice to see so many people helping in that as well. So yeah. Did you want to pick a, another one of your tunes? Yeah, sound. Uh, we uh, Moscow Death Brigade were meant to tour. First part of the festival as well. Um, so, and then they released a new album during lockdown. Um, so I chose Never Walk Alone, which is pretty apt. Apart from the fact it sounds a bit scouse, which I'm not a fan of, but the tune itself is pretty good. So the tune is Never Walk Alone. I thought, I thought you meant apt because they're winning the league. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, let, oh, no, no. <laughs> Even though the football being back on the telly is the best thing that's happened all year. No, it has been good, yeah. That's not very much though, is it? Because there's not much good stuff happening this year, is there? Oh yeah, you yeah, wouldn't say that if you watched West Ham on Saturday. Fucking hell. That is not <laughs> shit, isn't it? Keep up the fight, enemies want to buy the cut of that fight. Wanna get 
taken them by storm Stay your back on track, you've come from the hood that you not come from No regrets, no looking back, you will never walk alone Another run has just begun, but again the swarm Try to lock the gates, so we're taking them by storm Stay your back on track, you've come from the hood that you not come from No regrets, no looking back, you will never walk alone From like you're from the Basque regional family, aren't they? My yeah, my mum's partner is yeah. So I grew up um, speaking Spanish from when I was a kid. Ah, all right. And then obviously going over there all the time made that connection with people that live out there. And oh, nice. That's why we get loads of bands from there to come and play the festival. <laughs> yeah, well. who's your who's your Basque football team? Uh, Bilbao. Yeah. No, it has been it's a funny story. My um, so my mum's partner was born in San Sebastian, which is obviously Real Sociedad. Um, and when he was younger, his mum went to buy him a football shirt, knowing nothing about football. Couldn't find any Real Sociedad shirts in like the Sports Direct or Decathlon. And obviously he was like, well, I'm still going to get him a football shirt. So that red and white one looks looks pretty nice too. So I'll just get him a Bilbao one instead, not knowing anything. And then, so he's been a Bilbao fan since he was a kid. Yeah. Um, Growing up in San Sebastian. Yeah, exactly. So then, so yeah, then obviously I supported Bilbao as well off the back of that. <laughs> So How did that, that couldn't have gone down well. That's like coming from Manchester and sporting Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's been like. So I don't think that was too pleasant when he was growing up, but hey. <laughs> he also lived next to the old uh, Real Sociedad ground, like in the tower block right next to it. So not ideal. Um, so Tom, do you want to tell us about your song? Yeah. Yeah, that was Minima with um Crystal itself and album they come out last year. And that's like members of Barcelona and Gizu was in um uh, fuck what are they called you know that band they're really oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Shitty Limits alright yeah, are they yeah. Spanish no 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 but he lives in Barcelona now he's in a band called Lux as well oh, right. and, oh, and the yeah. singer is in the band Barcelona uh, who have just released a new EP today but um, I haven't listened to it yet that's why we're not playing anything off that thanks for that <laughs> Should we get food and drink out of the way? I've not had anything great. 
And at the moment, I'm drinking a nice pint of water. Are you drinking anything? Yeah, I'm drinking a uh, Kona Brew Longboard Island Lager. Did you get that off of Freddy? No, the internet. <laughs> Jesus. You downloaded a beer. <laughs> yeah, I, down- I downloaded a beer. And Interface. Right, that was great. What about you, Tom? I was drinking water. I had some, <laughs> uh, some chocolate oatly earlier, though. People as, listen. As, as my pudding after the, after the chilli that I made. You have chilli all the time. Joe, you drink anything. Yeah, I'm having a cup of tea, so I'm not much more entertaining than these two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about tea, Tom? You had the chilli. Tell us about that. Is it the same chilli you make every month? Yeah. I don't know what's worse, us making this or people who listen to it. We didn't have to talk about this. <laughs> well, they might, yeah, they might fast forward through the bits where you talk and just listen to the tunes. That's, that's why I, yeah. I put our little jingle in at the start and the finish of this bit so people can just skip between it, you know. <laughs> Do you like what that cassette boy does and make us all sound like dickheads? <laughs> we don't need someone to do that. Right. <laughs> what did you have, Cole? Uh, pizza. Nice. What What did you Not, have? I was going to explain oh, that. Yeah, I was looking at the screen, what did you have, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I've not had anything because I live. I'm on a I'm on a European timetable and have my dinner late because I'm trendy. Oh yeah. All right. Oh. Are you eating about 10 o'clock? Yeah, something like that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Bo, as you asked, uh, it was a frozen pizza. It was really nice. One of the best uh, shop-bought pizzas I've had for a while. All right, cool. I had a Thai green gu- curry and gyozas. Nice. Homemade? Yeah. Homemade? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you big shower. Someone else is getting in the jingle this week. <laughs> <laughs> I put um, pineapple chunks in the curry as well. Fuck there, off. Yeah, he just right, man. Premium. We were all no, thinking, oh, what a, what a fancy chef. And then, no. No, put, <laughs> put pineapple chunks in your Thai green curry, man. It's good. Then chuck all it in that the bin. authentic Thai flavour. Like, yeah. Why you... No, it's not. When have you ever had pineapple in a Thai green curry? Apart from when you've done it. Of course it's not authentic. No, a lot of times. I got the idea from a Thai restaurant. Yeah, right. Yeah. Such a shit lie. <laughs> <laughs> I had it when I, was in, when I was in Thailand last, in fact, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like it's impossible for me to get to a Thai restaurant. <laughs> well, it is at the moment. Well, yeah, but... Hobson! Uh, yeah. So play some more tunes. Um, 21 Guitar Salute by The Press, which is the an oi band from the States. Very old oi band. They were also, we're going to play their festival. Oh. They were like one of the first bands that did like the Skinheads Against Racial Prejudice stuff. So, them. Nice. All right, cool. Hey, fire! You work out fucking week.
American Oi band actually you won the first bands to do uh, Skins Against Racial Prejudice yes. then Syndrome 81 from France with Chaque Jour which means every day so uh, what, what have you got anything planned for RLC Swan in the future Joe uh, that you can talk about yeah um, we basically we were going to plan to do loads of the festival stuff later on this year uh, like right towards the end of the year November December time but judging by how shit everything is and uh, how much of our shambles our government is, we've knocked it basically all on the head. Um, we've got two things planned in Glasgow, and because uh, apparently it looks like Scotland seems to be doing or handling it a bit better. I don't know if things might kick off. Like They might do gigs in Glasgow before the end of the year, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's a higher possibility to do it there than there is anywhere else at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and then we're going to do we are going to do a boxing night at the end of November uh, and if no one if we're not allowed to have people in big like if it's still like social distancing and stuff we'll just we'll do the event and live stream it right. like right. so uh, and then apart from that we've just started planning for the festival for next year which is like <laughs> 10 months away but it's imagine the same venue. so much work yeah it'd be, so same uh, all basically ideally all the same venues but it's well difficult to get in touch with anyone at the moment because everyone's at home not doing anything. <laughs> um, but I mean, like St. Kent's is, yeah, booked because they, well, we know them and that. And then like a few venues like the Eagle and stuff like that have been sound yeah. um, about rescheduling stuff. So it's been quite easy, but I think some, I'm sure loads of people are worried about some smaller venues closing and that. Yeah, well, uh, Fun fact for the listeners is uh, you supply the sound system for our Levy Fest, don't you? This is also true. We're also working on doing a lot of work on the sound system at the moment because it's just sat at home. 
yeah so that's something you can get on with like yeah exactly like we're cleaning it we want to paint it um what colors paint- well so the, I had the idea that I wanted to paint it white because it would look nice and pristine like the 0161 community logo but um, everywhere we take it is dirty so <laughs> it would just look fucking filthy wouldn't it <laughs> yeah so I'm not I'm not sure about that but uh, I want to paint it white and stencil the 0161 logo onto it or onto the grills yeah yeah exactly uh, and see if that looks nice uh, and then see how dirty it gets in the first show <laughs> and then see if it's viable to keep it the same colour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's where we're at. Basically trying to sort like kind of, we've taken, we didn't do like a, a live stream for the, the festival because we're trying to set up 0161 TV. So to do like, we've got like full videos of like Moscow death brigade show in 2015 and stuff. And like, of like quite good sound quality and stuff and like Opalo's show and Doom as well and like old shows of like the whole thing so we're going to stick all that on there and just have it as like a rolling thing where, where do you host it like where does that run off well that's what's the way I've seen it like I've seen like links on Facebook and that but um, so we've we've, we've got our own server to run it off um, I do not deal with any of the techie techie nonsense because techie nonsense mm-hmm. is not my forte but someone else does and so we've got our own server and then we'll run it which means you can run it live through Facebook um, even though we're on a a live Facebook ban for some reason uh, for an indefinite amount of time uh, (coughs) is a nightmare Um, and then try running it through that Twitch as well oh yeah which which is where all the gamers do all their nonsense yeah 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 yeah. I've seen about that a few people do it for like podcasty type stuff as well didn't they yeah exactly so hopefully we can run it through there because then if it's on our own server no one else can shut it down theoretically right yeah nice um should we play a tune i'll i'll pick a band called brutus songs called war came out last year on an album called nest but i don't really know too much about them i just come across them on the internet and uh the woman in them plays the drums and does the vocals to be fair, that's well hard. Yeah, when you hear the tune as well, it's pretty solid. What other tunes should we play? Uh, can I play one? Yeah. This is a song off a new uh, CD compilation benefit um, for some venue in Japan called the Nishio Kubo Punk House. It's a pit bar benefit CD. Uh, so this is a company like 50% of the Money's going to them, and then fifty percent to uh, NHS charities because uh, it's a, a label in the or a distro in the UK that like puts out all these Japanese bands called Private Scandal Productions. Uh, so the band's called the C and C, and this song's called Unfinish.
fantastic podcasting. All right, nice one. So, um, what what what's the pumpkin news then? Uh, well, we've just had part in putting out spillage seven inch, which you two are in. We've also because of the weekend that we got in the middle of July has been cancelled on the eleventh and twelfth which we spoke about before, we're going to do live streams of some of the bands that weekend, try and do a few other things around it. We're then going to, all all the proceeds that we make any, like you can, we'll have things, uh, links for you to donate on the day. We'll go to the refugee camp in Bosnia that we're going to give any profits to anyway, but also we'll give some of the profits to Klondike as well, the venue, just because that's obviously struggling at the moment itself. I think that's about it at the moment, isn't it? We've got any other, we, the only other things we've got coming up we can't really talk about yet, can we? Uh, or secret plans in that yeah Ooh. well while I've got you here um, are you just still alright to play the festival next year yeah no I'm busy on the, my day next <laughs> I'd have, year I would have thought so <laughs> do you want me to negotiate a fee for you boys <laughs> yeah Cole Cole's got this delusion that he's our manager it's really funny <laughs> contact me afterwards and we'll discuss we'll discuss a fee yeah We'll talk numbers. Uh, about forty quid, but obviously off air, make it hundred, and I'll take I'll take the cream off the top. Yeah, <laughs> get them a packet of smoky bacon each, crisps, not actually meat. They're all vegans. So, excited. Oh, quality bands, right? Um... <laughs> right, should we play some songs. When we were young, by Wisdom and James. All right, who are they? Well, funny enough, I've remembered it because they're a hardcore band from Pennsylvania in the States again, but I loved them for many, many, many years. And um, they played a, they played a gig at, you know, the New Cross Inn in London? Oh, yeah. Which is obviously a min-min venue. Yeah. But, um, so I, I seen them there last year and it was unreal. But the reason I, I thought of it again, I don't know if you've seen that someone's done a Lego replica of the New Cross Inn. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's amazing. And to be fair, it looks proper mint. Yeah, yeah. Like they've done even all the in indoors, haven't they? All the different rooms and the stage and everything. It's great. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You go inside and they've got all the like they've done like little see through Lego bits for all the bottles of beer, like the bottles of spirits on the back bar and that. <laughs> also, let's play cruelly, um, cruelly free core with their song "Amore Ribelle." I'm definitely pronounced that well. Is that on uh, that comp? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. It's on the compilation that came out a couple of weeks ago. I've not got it on me, so I can't remember what actual label. It's called No Banger Left Behind, though, and it's all punk tapes all around the world, demo recordings and stuff from bands all around the world from the last, like, 30 years. They're really hard to get hold of. I've not heard of any of the bands on there, but this playing one by an Italian band. One, because I like it, and two, because only four of the songs on that record I can find any trace of on the internet. Sure. Did you say it's called No Banger Left Behind? Yeah, yeah. That's such a good name. <laughs>
and muscle Calluses mark the toes of my tray Take a look at my face My eyes sink back as my pupils get blacker As I strain to find some light in his
the other oh, song yeah, you're playing, Tom? Uh, I think I'll, oh yeah, I'll play Mission of Burma because um, cause they split out last week, officially. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll chat for a bit and then I'll, I'll have a think. I've got one more question for Joe and I've got a Goblin USA tune and then that breakcore tune. What's the Goblin USA song called? Loose Flesh. <laughs> Jesus. You've picked some great names tonight, and you both? Loose Flesh, War, Obscenity. You're so punk. <laughs> Ten punk points for Bell. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Punk, point, punk points getting dished out by 0161. <laughs> We've not got any. <laughs> question Bo um, oh yeah so my final question for you Joe yeah is, man uh, how does it feel like to uh, to be a terrorist because <laughs> <laughs> obviously uh, with what's been going on in America yeah um, man people have been labelled as terrorists and uh, yeah. you also got you also got featured on something that the UK anti-terror police released as well wasn't it yeah let, let, just to be clear not not me personally um, <laughs> clarify uh, 0161 got put on the on an anti-terror on like a counter-terror list uh, it was really fun. Uh, alongside like other mental radicals like some really soft animal rights groups and like stop the war and like yeah, other, yeah. stop the war <laughs> fucking terrorists <laughs> stop the war warmongers yeah exactly <laughs> Loads of loads of mad groups, and um, we got loads of messages about it because obviously they've done it new, like numerical before the alphabet. So oh one six one was first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people were like, "Oh my god, you're top of the list!" And I was like, "I, I mean, yeah, but because the, it starts zero one, it'd be the top of any list." Um, uh, and then with the anti-far thing in the states, is is all a bit mad, really. To be fair, I kind of laugh and joke about it, but it is potentially terrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the way the States is going is, is a mess and uh, the way the way the UK is going doesn't seem to be much better. I've just seen as well, um, you know, this City Burnley tonight, isn't it? Um, yes. Apparently one nil, isn't it? Someone, 
someone's flown a, a plane over the top of it with a huge banner that says White Lives Matter Burnley FC. Okay, now. No. Um, so the, the, yeah. I can't fly in that. In it, also, like, first of all, you're a bell end. Second of all, who's got that amount of money to do that? <laughs> you're a bell end on two counts. <laughs> what good, but at least, at least the actual, because I've not seen it watching it here, that they've not shown it, which is good. So they've not given it publicity on telly, which is good. Yeah, yeah, because I've just seen someone someone going on about it on Twitter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking but, like it's fucking pointless. Anyway, no one's going to be at the game to see it, are they? No, they'd have been hoping though people around would have seen it and that the the sky cameras would have gone up to show it, aren't they? But they've not yeah. done anything to show it at all. No, yeah, they to be fair, that is quite good. So yeah, so uh, it, it feels great to be a terrorist, but living, <laughs> living Put that in the bit at the start, please, uh, Tom. Go <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing some final bangers. You wanted to play some Mission of Burma, didn't you, Tom? Yeah, uh, Mission of Burma recently uh, formally announced that I split up. Uh, so I just wanted to play them because they're a big influence on uh, all the music I played in my guitar playing. And then when I was in like post punk bands and stuff, you know, it was like we were just, I was just trying to rip them off, really. So uh, uh, yeah, play um, Academy Fight Song. First song I heard by them, and it, uh, yeah, blew my tiny mind. <laughs> and then final banger to end is. Uh... Dosage and a breakcore remix of MDC John Wayne was a Nazi. All right, thanks Dosage. a lot for coming on, Joe. Nah, nice one for having us. Yeah, nice uh, all the best for everything. Hopefully, that's professional enough for you. It's uh, just as professional as anything we've ever done. <laughs>
Thank you.